0: This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety
1: with Josh
0: and Kayla Caldwell. Hey everybody and welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Wherever you are and however you may be listening Thank you so much for making us part of your day We're going to start this show off like we do every show And do a little breathing
1: Okay, so let's take a big deep breath in Hold that at the top for four, three, two, one, And release Let's do one more All right, take one more big, deep breath in. Hold at the top for four, three, two, one. (sighs) See, don't you feel better already? Mine is clearer
0: already? already. Off we go. What are we talking about today?
1: Well, we are going to talk about something that has really resurfaced in my life just with the holidays, and that is Perfectionism and perfectionism is something that definitely i am hmm, let's say recovering or i fall off the wagon a lot yep that's me
0: because i look at it differently because i hear you say all the time to people my husband is so perfect is that what you're talking about you you want to talk about how perfect a relationship we had yes we we never quarrel Yes. We never fight.
1: Now I'll put that on Facebook.
0: You later. never, you never have a tone to your conversations. Mm, right. No. We'll you, tone will be another conversation that we'll have at another time. Sure. But-
1: no, I definitely am not perfect, but I do place a lot of stress on being perfect in certain situations. And it really comes through in the holidays. Holiday perfectionism is a thing for a lot of people. And, you don't really understand what this does to all of those around you. So I think that we should talk about that a little bit. And and, and
0: how we may have made other people feel too. Of right? course. With our striving for perfection.
1: Yes, because I think that you and I had discussed over the holidays with our budget, and I had brought up something that I really loved that I remembered, and I wanted to share it with everybody because when— I was younger, and I had been dealing with holidays with my family for so many years, and there were expectations, and I guess I never really thought about, you know, where all these things were coming from, so I remember that first year that I was on my own, making my own money, and I was expected to buy a lot of Christmas gifts, and I sort of had a budget, but wasn't great with budgets back then before I met you and you put me on a budget. So um, you know how that goes. But I actually got my tree and did all these things and got my wrapping paper. And I realized that most of my budget was gone after the wrapping paper.
0: And and tell me about your, so the the perception that you had to buy all these gifts. This wasn't from one person. This is right. just tradition, right? I mean, right. everybody buys lots
1: of gifts. Yeah, it was tradition. And that's, like, but, that's like
0: a lot of families.
1: But it was also that, you know, they all had this pretty wrapping paper and they all brought it in. And I felt the need to compete with that and do my thing, too. And so, yeah, I spent like half my budget on the wrapping paper and the bows and so, this just really started making me think this year because we don't really do a lot of gifts. And I saw a really interesting picture that was on Facebook, of course, that was a Christmas tree and it had piles and piles of Christmas gifts underneath. And it broke my heart that someone had posted this because. Once again, let's go back to that thing where this has been a rough year for a lot of people. And when you post things like that without thinking of how it may make someone else feel, of course we want to share our joy and our our success. But is that the the correct way to do it? So excitement, and we've done that before. Of course, of course, we've made lots of mistakes like that, and. But now we don't really buy Christmas gifts, so I've gotten over that. I rarely buy wrapping paper or bows, Um, and I'm not a gift bag girl. I usually just do, uh, Xavier and I have been making candles for years, which is something that people look forward to now. And so we make candles, we give those out, and keep our budget in the right place and keep it in check. And so I've gotten over that, but I started to help some of our clients this year With some things that were stressing them out. And I realized, you know, we're always talking about the job sites that we help people with, um, you know, some issues and things. And people don't realize how it carries over to that. So let's say that you are going to a job site to deal with safety. And you have me, who is a perfectionist at home. I obviously am putting a lot of stress on you with budget things and you thinking about how we're going to afford all of these things that are in my perfect holiday world, right? And then over time we we've got to do the gifts. We don't really discuss things with our kids. We're hiding things from our kids. We are we become obsessive and these things are very connected to OCD. And a lot of people don't even realize that perfectionism is definitely connected. And so um you know, you you start to do all these things. You don't talk to people about it. And then next thing you know, you've got your spouse entirely stressed out trying to go to work. You've got your kids entirely stressed out. You've planned too many events. You've done all these things, but it carries over into our real life as well. So we plan too many events. We try to be, give our kids all these different experiences and we're so guilty of that. And so, yeah, I just started thinking about perfectionism and how we all try and strive and maybe even compete a little bit with other people to be perfect. And you don't realize how much that affects other people. And eventually, I think that people don't even want to be around you because they come to your house and you've prepared this extravagance and they want to sit down and relax after this and have some fun and play games and do things like this. And we're still cleaning the kitchen.
0: Well, and it's interesting you you talk about friends. There's two points that I want to kind of go back to. Um, One, Kayla said before that we don't buy Christmas presents. We do buy Christmas presents just not for each other. You know, we make sure that our son has, has gifts and, you know, certain people have gifts. But we learned a long time ago that we don't necessarily need to buy anything for each other. We don't buy each other birthday gifts, I think. This year I came home and said, Hey, I bought myself some cologne and you said, happy birthday. And it was awesome. Right. And she does the same thing. But what we learned when we were going through some pretty significant struggles financially is that we were just checking a box. And 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 it was our own fault. Nobody was pressuring us to do this. This was, this was society. This is us wanting to compete with what we saw on Facebook and what we saw with our friends. And we would buy these gifts for each other, and we had no way to pay for them. I mean, it was just stress, stress, stress. So Kayla would be stressed at home, you know, and that that affects everything in your home life. I'm going to work stressed because I don't know how in the world I'm I'm going to pay for this stuff. So perfection. Right? You're, you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, well, everybody wants to be happy, but but perfect isn't happy. And I don't know how many friends we've lost. And, and I, w- I would say that there's quite a few people that could have been really amazing parts of our life. But we were so busy trying to act like we had our collective stuff together and we were so perfect that it probably intimidated them because we were, we were faking it. We were totally faking it. And people thought, oh, this is who they are. We can't compete with them. And people stopped hanging out with us. And I, I can I can count name after name and after name of people that I thought, why would they why would they stop hanging out with us? And I really do think that it was our fault. It was our fault because we were trying to be something that we truly weren't. And when Kayla talked about going on the job site, now we're gonna bring it back to the safety and the job sites and kind of what I've I've gone through it's really difficult to be a safety professional. It's it's really difficult to be a professional in general. It doesn't even need to be a safety professional, but when you're a professional in any type of atmosphere, people expect you to know your stuff. They are absolutely convinced that you know all the answers and there's not a lot of transparency out there and everybody's trying to get promoted and everybody's trying to make that, that extra, you know, pay raise and do all those things. And I absolutely was the exact same. And for a safety professional, you go out on a job site, and the folks in the field, the first thing that they do is test you. Your subcontractors test you, your, your the workers in the field, your peers, other safety professionals. And you just heard something drop, and that was a phone. That was a phone I had on my leg, and now it's on the floor. And I just wanted to communicate, because we didn't do this at the beginning of this show. We're doing this from our home office. So we're not perfect. We're not in a cute little studio. We're not at Universal Studios. We, we wish we were. Universal, if you're listening, you're, we'd, we'd love to attend some of your sessions there at your studio. If you hear a dog bark, it's because we have dogs. If you hear a printer going, it's because we have printers in the house and our son's probably printing something off. So just trying to be truly transparent and authentic. If you hear some background noise, it, it's just us being us. So anyway, you're, you're out in the field or you're, you're on a job site or you're in your workplace and people test you. And I can remember just how scared I was when I first got into the safety field, cause I didn't know anything. And I mean, I still, I still don't know a lot, but I know now a lot more now than I did then. Definitely. And I can remember being scared to death that somebody would ask me a question, especially in front of somebody else that I didn't know the answer to. And it would just destroy all my credibility or, or my perceived credibility. And so I taught myself, I, I really didn't have anybody teach me this, but I taught myself, you have to be perfect at all times. Perfect, perfect, perfect. You have to know all the answers. You have to know everything about everything anybody could ever possibly ask you. And it's just not the way it is. It's not even attainable. You can't make that happen. And what it does is it puts a huge amount of stress on you. Now, What isn't perfect are relationships. And if you have the proper relationships with the people that you work with, you should have some level of confidence to be able to say, no clue on that one. I'm going to go figure it out and and we'll meet in the middle. But so many people I've been around with, including myself, fake it. And then they rush and then they put themselves into a lot more stress because they're trying to come up with these answers knowing that there's more that they don't know and people are just going to find that out. So perfection for me, caused a huge stress on myself because if you don't know the answer and somebody's expecting it of you man that's a terrible feeling when you have to say i don't know but in my case i just made stuff up and i know i got caught a lot more than than i let on because people know when you're when you're faking people know when when you don't know the answers and when you're not truly being authentic
1: so true and it causes so much stress in your life when you especially when you like say something to somebody and you don't really remember because it wasn't really the real answer. So then you don't really remember what you said to somebody and you're like, Oh, what did I say? And then you have all this stress and anxiety over what you said. And then you might've told someone else something different. So be true and be authentic and say, I don't know, let's work on that together. Let's figure this out together and see what the answer to this is because We are not expected to know everything ever. Like we will never know everything. But I have just really embraced the idea of being perfectly imperfect. I read this somewhere recently and I'm like, that's me. Perfectly imperfect. And I think one of the examples for that is speaking of the holidays was the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. How perfect is that? And, you know, we've always had these massive trees and the one time that we had a very small place and we didn't have a lot of space, we had this small little tree and I think that was the best Christmas we've ever had. It was amazing. So I, you know, just recently saw something too um, about a star from the show Nashville she posted this beautiful Christmas tree that she had gone out and chopped herself and was so pretty and unique. It was very different. Wasn't beautiful, big tree, but it was her. It was very unique. And someone actually responded and said, oh, you're on a show and you can't afford a better tree than that. What? Like, I think we have to really slow down and realize that, what's perfect in your eyes may not be perfect in someone else's. So we have to be really careful with our comments and saying these things because I really, really struggle with anxiety and we will definitely be talking about that more. But I have just realized recently how my perfectionism really feeds that anxiety and just sends me through the roof with anxiety. And so I have been really, really trying to ask for more support from people. That's what you can do is ask for more support from your family. Whether that just be something simple like cleaning the house, that shouldn't be all my responsibility. Like, you know, no, it's not perfect when they do it. And that's my problem there. And we,
0: that. we actually <laughs> had that conversation this weekend. It's amazing. I didn't know it. I, I thought that cleaning a toilet was like the most amazing thing. I didn't realize that there was a way that you had to do it and there was a way that made it perfect. And we actually had a really, really good discussion where we were hugging on each other and just all <laughs> full of warmth and giving um, because of the way I clean toilets. Apparently it is not the proper way, but you know what? It's not perfect and you can still use the bathroom in our toilets and I, I'm happy about
1: it. Right. But I did. Thank you. you did I did come to awesome. you first and say, I really appreciate what you're doing, but there's always a but when it's that. But
0: with a toilet? Because that, that makes a lot it, of sense. It does make sense. See how I did there? Ha ha, you're funny. Also. So
1: yes, like boys do not know how to clean, especially when it comes to a toilet. Like get in there and get that off of that little crease and hole, because you put it there. It's not like I did. I'm the only girl in this house besides the dog. And so, yeah, they never clean the hard spots, and those are the grossest ones. And so, yeah, even when it comes to toilets, I, I have a problem with being perfect and wanting this perfect clean, and really I should have just been focusing on the fact that Josh and Xavier were helping me and stepping up and cleaning. And so I'm really trying not to be such a perfectionist and let my anxiety get the best of me. So I ask for support and we have to do that with our loved ones all the time during holidays um, and other things that we are going through in life, we need support and we have to ask for that and not try to make it perfect because it causes stress on everyone else around us because you know what? Perfection is different for everybody. So half of what I would normally do in a, an event or cleaning or something is very pleasing to you and oh, to Xavier. Yeah, and it's a letdown for me because it wasn't that perfect image that I had in my mind. So... Let's work on that.
0: Absolutely. And, and we're going we're to have a whole series on this perfection because there's a lot to be said. We've just kind of opened it up a little bit today. But just remember, wherever you are and however you may be listening to this, you're perfect and you're imperfectly perfect. Everybody's perfect and nobody's perfect. It's a really hard concept to, to wrap your brain around. Nobody can be perfect. Just be you. Find some joy. Belly laugh today. Make good things happen. I barely laughed because my dog peed in the track of a sliding glass door. I don't even know that that was possible. I didn't know that you could do that. He found a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Go be imperfect and you'll be perfect.
1: And I will be checking that to make sure that he cleaned all of the cracks.
0: Didn't happen. So we should do that right after this. Everybody have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Wow, that didn't come out right. Remember to just breathe. any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Safety FM, changing safety cultures, one one broadcast and one podcast at a time.